Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Overtime looming in Detroit, final minute of the third. It's 2-2 between the Senators and the Red Wings in the third period. About 13 and a half minutes left, L.A. leading Nashville 2-1. Later, Sharks and Ducks. The scoreboard updated courtesy Cougar Paint and Collision. Our family helping your family for 40 years. Significant deal in the NHL today, and it uh, could affect the Edmonton Oilers' path through the playoffs because Elias Lindholm is now a Vancouver Canuck as the Flames get Andre Kuzmenko, a couple of prospects and a couple of draft picks. Uh, Lindholm, a 29-year-old in the final year of a contract. So uh, a significant move there to make the Canucks better and deeper. So that'll be a discussion point uh, for the next couple days here at the All-Star break. Hey, uh, really special conversation uh, going on here. we got a couple of guests. I'm going to bring one in for a couple of questions first, and then I'll bring the other person in. Uh, he's been on the show before from Harry Ames. He's the uh, athletic director and the tournament director of the uh, Tri-Prof Basketball Tournament. Tyler Greenslade is on the line. Tyler, it's Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Reed. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for hopping on the show. Uh, thanks for getting me in touch with, uh, I'm probably going to butcher his name. I'm still struggling to say it probably. Luwal Ugwak, is that how you say it? Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, uh, who you coached, correct, and is now signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after winning the Grey Cup. It's going to be pretty special for you to see a Harry uh, Ainley alum have a, a span of a few months like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And to, to go back even further, um, Lawal was playing for uh, TCU, who were in the NCAA National Championships of course, last year against Georgia. So it was quite a run for uh, Lawal. And obviously with this news that he's signed with the Buccaneers, we're, uh, we're very proud of, of Lawal. And, and uh, like you said, it's been a pretty pretty fun stretch for him. What uh, allow? I mean, there's a lot of good high school players, and then there's a lot of good NCAA players. As you saw him grow, whether you were coaching him or staying in touch with him, what do you think allowed him to separate and, and become a pro football player? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I think for Lawal, one of the biggest things that that stood out to me and stands out to me is just the character that he has uh, as a person, um, how dedicated he is to to working hard, and and uh, I guess you could say he has a lot of intangibles that not only have served him well so far in his football career, but will continue to serve him well once his football career is over. And um, I mean, you know, it, it doesn't hurt when you have uh, kind of a good good football build like him and and long arms for defensive line position that he plays and uh so you know football iq as well so i think when you put all those things together that's why he's afforded himself the opportunity to be a professional football player okay that's great news and uh harry ainley is this the 50th tri-prof 
This is this wow. is our 50th anniversary, uh, golden anniversary, and we uh, we are just so excited to be hosting this event. You kind of. It feels like a lifetime ago, but when we were in the COVID pandemic, unfortunately, you know, a lot of amateur sport uh, uh, was shut down, and, and of course, Triprov was no different. So we missed it, and uh, we were able to return last year, and uh, and then we're back this year, and it's going to be a re- really special event for us this weekend as we're honoring the late Brian Anderson. People recognize his name as a former teacher, coach, and Edmonton City Councilor, and. We're, uh, we're going to be presenting uh, a little bit of a ceremony to his family on our opening ceremony Friday. Okay, and Aaron Polson is on the line as well, who is uh, the daughter of the late Brian Anderson. Aaron, thanks for um, uh, hopping on the show. Um, I, I was lucky enough to interview your, your father a, a couple of times. Uh, what does it mean to you to, to see him honored at the Triprov this weekend? Yeah, thanks, Reed. Um, I've I've listened to many conversations with you and my dad before. Yes, um, yeah, no. This this weekend, um, it it definitely means a lot. This uh, dad's idea for this tournament was a a dream of his, um, and it it is hard to believe it was 50 years ago, and it's been going strong ever since. But um, honoring him is really important to our family, just to keep his memory and legacy alive. Um, but you know, I actually thought about it too. Like not only the highlight to a generation of kids that that honestly probably don't know who he who he is and his history at the school. It's important for that, but also you know remind these kids that they should pursue any small idea they have, just like Brian did all those years ago, and who knows what it could grow into, just like this tournament. So I thought that was really important, and it's uh, it's going to be another great opening ceremonies and great tournament. Yeah, I, I love how you put that, right? If you have an idea, even if it seems like a small one, follow it, because you never know. Um, Could uh, you just tell us a little bit about what you saw from, from your dad? Like, not just his passion for coaching and teaching, but for the value of sport and athleticism and activity, or whatever you want to call it. Because besides coaching, I mean, he remained an advocate for rec centers and even getting Rogers Place built, you know, when, when he was a counselor. Uh, you know, sport and athletics were just a, a huge passion of his, it seems. Yeah. Um, I mean, as his daughter, I've been by his side for, you know, for 70, oh, sorry, for my all of my life. And I got to watch that passion firsthand. And yeah, when he did retire from coaching and teaching after 40 years, he saw an avenue to pursue city politics as a way to get, and I'll be quoting him, you'll probably know this, to get the city back into the business of sport and recreation. Um, you know, it, you know <laughs> Millwood's rec center was the last rec center we had built in the city, and he, you know, got, you know, leading the Twilliger rec center to be built. He got all the artificial turf fields um, funded. He worked with uh, David Dorwood and others on the Go Center, and like you said, was a huge advocate for the ICE district. Um, he just always investing and in and I guess just investing in youth sport in our city was his passion from the day he he came here from Saskatoon um, and started teaching at Skona in 1964. He just he never he never let it take a back seat, um, and I'm so proud of him for that. So yeah, just it just it's it's what he, it's what got him out of bed every morning was uh, investing and and helping the youth sport in our city. And you know he's been honored for it a few different places and um, happy again to remind you know the kids at the school this weekend um, as a former Ainley graduate myself, you know just 
where where he all began. So, yeah. Very yeah. Yeah, well, well said, Aaron. Th- thank you for for offering those memories of of your father for sure. Um, and if he were listening, he'd probably be like, uh, "Reed, can you talk about the actual games that are going to be happening?" Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'll go back to Tyler for that. Uh, tell me about the uh, the the field here for the men's and women's tournaments, and, and maybe just how people can uh, take in a game or two along the way if they want. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, always considered one of the top tournaments in Western Canada. And when Brian started the tournament many years ago, the Tri-Prov is kind of short form for Tri-Provincial. And, you know, that's included over the years, teams from British Columbia, obviously Alberta, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, and I'm I'm sure probably others. Aaron might know better than, than I would, but... Uh, what I can tell you is we've got some great teams once again this weekend, and we had a little bit of a curveball thrown at us with Saskatchewan uh, going on a work stoppage. So a few teams had to drop out, unfortunately, but we were able to fill their spots. A couple of highlights this weekend would be uh, the Raymond Comets. Their women's team is ranked as the number one team in Alberta, and they have a... Uh, an outstanding player named Delaney Gibb. She's committed to BYU for next year. Uh, They're the defending provincial champs two times over, so they'll be in town. And we've got a great team from Winnipeg coming, Dakota Collegiate, on the female side. And and our Titans are are ranked number two in Alberta. So we think that's a really strong field. And then on the boys' side, um, a strong team out of Oak Park in Winnipeg. Uh, Hansworth Secondary from Vancouver. And then some local teams as well. In addition to Harry Ainley, Jasper Place, and Ross Shep are going to be back. Ross Shep's coach, Dave Youngs, a name that many will know, is in his last year of teaching and coaching. So uh, it's going to be a, a, a really strong field on both sides, and, and we think it's going to be some great basketball. Um, you mentioned how can people watch it. I mean, come on down to the gyms. Uh, games start tomorrow at 10.15 a.m. And, and go till Saturday evening. We live stream all of our games, but we always love when people can kind of pack our gym full and take in some of the exciting action. We will also be broadcasting the gold medal games in partnership with ASAA on TELUS TV. That'll be Saturday night at 4.30 and 6.30 p.m. on channel 1985 if you have TELUS TV. So that's okay. kind of the, the that's, update, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, and so the tournament starts, so the, the Ainley women play at 10.15 tomorrow morning, the Ainley men at, at 12.15 uh, tomorrow afternoon. And when, when will the ceremony for Brian be again? That'll be lunchtime Friday, which for us means 11.30 a.m. Okay. And uh, that will be about a 45-minute ceremony. And for us, we're, you know, uh, live student acts and some out-of-school acts, and and it's a really, really fun uh, event. Okay. Uh, Tyler, thanks for coming on. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. And I'll, I appreciate everything you said about Brian and and getting us ready for the term. And I will tell people as well, just Google Harry Ainley Tripov, uh, Triprov, and you can find the schedules because I'm looking at them right now on top of what Tyler said. I, I hope it's an awesome weekend. Thank you both for coming on. Thanks so much. That is Aaron Paulson, the daughter of the late Brian Anderson. Tyler Greenslate, he's the athletic director at Harry Lee, the uh, Triprov, tips off tomorrow. Uh, so on the men's side for Edmonton schools, you got Ainley, you got uh, LSL, you got JP, you got Ross Shep. On the uh, women's side, you got Ainley, uh, you got JP, 
so yeah, and uh, it's going to be incredible. We're going all the way through till Saturday night. Really, uh, really happy to feature that tournament and the memory of Brian Anderson. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Okay, the Canucks get Elias Lindholm from the Flames for two prospects, two picks, and Andre Kuzmenko. Uh, Lindholm will be a UFA in the summer, but he is going to help an already very good Vancouver team. The Senators have beaten the Red Wings 3-2 in overtime. Kings leading the Predators 2-1 with about six and a half minutes left. We had Luke Gazdick on the show earlier. He's always presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. I chatted with some other Oilers alum this morning at Rogers Place. Laddie Schmid, Chris Joseph, and George Lerac have been named ambassadors for the Every Kid Deserves a Shot program. Of course, one of the initiatives of the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, and I was able to snag George for a few minutes. All right. Well, first of all, George, great to see you. You're in your, you're in your, what do we call Edmonton? Your second home, your no, home where your heart is. Your my, my my first home, my first home. Now, uh, you know, I adopted Edmonton as my home, and Montreal now is second. Okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, before we talk a little bit of hockey stuff, we're here for the Oilers Community Foundation. Every kid deserves a shot, which I guess really that's what it's all about, eh, is getting kids involved. We know how big hockey is in Edmonton, and, uh, you know, we have the best fans in the world here, and uh, the least that we could do is give a chance to all the kids to be playing hockey. We know that it's not every kid that has that opportunity. Hockey is expensive, and uh, it's so important to uh, get the kids involved in sport. Um, and they love that playing that sport. They love watching it, but sometimes they just need a bit of the resource. So, uh, you know, it keeps them healthy also. So uh, I think it's a great, great foundation what they're doing to help a lot of kids that dreams of playing hockey one day. Uh, who got you involved in hockey first time? Uh, it's been born Montreal. When you're born in Montreal, if you don't play hockey, you get intimidated. <laughs> you have to play hockey. So, you know, I was I grew up in Montreal, and uh, you know, as a young kid, kids were playing hockey on the street. So I just joined them and played hockey on the street. And we all wanted to play in the NHL. So it's just a matter of, you know, being born in Canada and in a friendly neighborhood where all the kids were playing. And then I just got into hockey. And, and it's funny because my parents were born in Haiti, and. Uh, when they look at ice, they eat it in Haiti. In Haiti, they don't skate on it. So they knew nothing about hockey. But me, being born in December in a winter in Montreal, I had I had to play hockey. All right, that's an awesome story. Just to talk about the team here, sixteen. I I, I say it every day, George, multiple times a day. Whatever number it's at now, it's sixteen, and I'm still thinking to myself. Wow, how did that happen? Especially where you consider where they were earlier in the year when they looked like they couldn't even win two games in a row. You know, um, it's, it's, life is unbelievable. 
At Thanksgiving, they say that teams outside of the playoff spot in Thanksgiving are pretty much toast. 75% of the team outside the playoff spot Thanksgiving are done. So the Oilers needed a miracle. They needed a miracle to, 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 to make the playoffs. So you look at everything and you're like, you know, uh, what are they going to do? They changed the coach. So, you know, when they got coffee and Knobloch, it was not. Uh, a lot of people did not agree with that decision. You need to tighten up defensively, and you're getting one of the best offensive defensemen in the history of the NHL to help tighten up the defense. You get a coach that, with all the coaches that were available, uh, you know, it was a, it was a big uh, gamble. I, I thought, I thought when they did that first. So, you know, Nabla came in, and then when he came in. And what he was able to establish, what Coffee has done, giving confidence to the demon, but not just that. The way that they're playing defensively, they don't give as many offensive chance to the opposition. And now the goalies, a goalie looks good, and now they could do the job. It's incredible how sometimes you tighten up things defensively, how it could change an entire team. But more important, the thing that I've been the most impressed about in the last couple of years, Every time, what do we see? We see Conor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, one, two, best score in the NHL, and you see the rest. When Dion, Leon and Connor weren't make, uh, doing points, the team would lose. Now, we have contribution from everyone, and that's what makes this team is a big threat. Last year, what was the success of the Seattle Kraken? They were the best team in the NHL with four lines. The fourth line had production of any second line in the NHL. Because they had four lines that were producing, they were a threat, they made the playoff, and they surprised Colorado. For the first time, the death of the Oilers this year is working. We are having scoring from all the lines, and because of that, it makes it so if you want to neutralize Connor, fine, there's other guys going to be in there. And just the maturity of Connor, listening to him the other day, talking about how uh, him and Leon, they've been there on top of the you know, scoring sheet. They don't care anymore. Now they, they want the cup. They're in their prime, and they want it. And, you know... It'd be the biggest waste in the history of the NHL if the best player in the world does not get a cup in Edmonton. So I think they're at the perfect right position. Adversity sometimes makes you stronger. And that's why now, more than ever, I think this team is more than ready uh, to take it. And uh, it's just been amazing. And the streak doesn't matter. The streak, they needed it to be back in a playoffs, playoff picture. Now they are. Everybody could breathe. They could breathe. Pressure's off. They were the favorite team to win the beginning of the season, the Stanley Cup. That hasn't changed. So uh, thankfully now, you know, there's going to be contribution for everyone. And it's going to keep going. And we'll see the others going all the way. You like the Perry edition? Uh, yes. You know, and, and I'll be honest with you. Um, the only reason why I'm okay with it is when I find out what happened, it wasn't as bad as what some people would say. Because I'm a firm believer of, um, you know, getting character guy, and I'm a firm believer of giving second chances, but it depends what you did. And when I find out what happened, you know, he did deserve a second chance, and, uh, you know, he's a character guy in the playoff. That's what the others needed, the characters in the playoff, and they already have a lot in this room where you're getting a proven guy that could really help out a lot, that, uh, that, that has a nasty streak in him, which you need that in the playoff. Had his nasty streak with Donald Nurse, with Evan Kane and company on that team with Darnay, 
you have a team that you're not going to be able to intimidate in the playoff, and it's uh, it's a really key addition. George, it's always great to see you. Thanks for your time. Anytime. Thank you. All right. Good to talk to George earlier today at Rogers Place as the, the Oilers Community Foundation named him, Chris Joseph, and Laddie Schmid uh, ambassadors for their Every Kid Deserves a Shot program. Kellen, uh, quickly, mm. if we got any t- uh, we, to get to, give me a couple texts tonight. Certainly, we yeah. We got, a, we got an unknown text that came in. It says, RIP to Brian Anderson. He was an amazing person. I will never forget his kindness at Harry Ainley. So somebody Very nice to hear. That enjoyed the segment uh, off the uh, first half hour, which, uh, by the way, will go up on podcast here in about mm, five or ten minutes' time, if you missed it so go back and listen to it for sure uh we've got sam texting in that says how long before kuzmenko asks for a trade they need to get rid of the rookie gm before he trades the rest of the team to the canucks that's from sam (laughs) okay well i I, yeah he had to uh uh i thought reported i don't know if it was confirmed but that calgary was on his no trade list and that he had to agree to go there anyway <laughs> and uh, Cowboy James texts in and says, nice to hear George's thoughts uh, on the program tonight. So there we go. Okay, yeah, good to catch up with him for sure. All right, uh, tomorrow we are scheduled to have Luau Uguak on the show, now a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from Harry Ainley to the NFL through Montreal and a Grey Cup. Uh, so that'll be cool. We'll talk a little U of A hockey. They got a big series against UBC, the best team in Canada West, coming up at Claire Drake this weekend. And uh, who knows what else we will get to. Big thanks to Dave Campbell. He is the producer of Inside Sports. The studio producer is Kellen Kennedy. Just quickly looking at the scoreboard here for Cougar Paint Collision. The Kings, with only two wins in their last 16 games, trying to hold off the Predators. They lead it 3-2 with 3-12 left. And the Senators have beaten the Red Wings 3-2 in overtime. And then later tonight, it's going to be the Sharks going up against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Pinto, by the way, Shane Pinto, who recently returned to action, got the game winner for Ottawa this evening. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.